Robert Half research indicates nine out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. I didn't know that. I didn't either. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. Interesting. Mm. That's why you need Robert Half. Yep. I don't think that's a person. That's the company. Okay, I was confused. Yeah, their specialized recruiting professionals engage with their proprietary AI. Welcome to connect businesses (laughs) of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing, and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. See, at Robert Half, they know talent. I wish I had had Robert half back in the day oh, when I was hiring. Okay. So, no offense, Sona. Oh, it, it, I feel like you did mean to offend me. Yes, you wouldn't be here if I had had Robert Half. Okay. Visit roberthalf.com today. This episode is brought to you by McDonald's. Not sure you've heard of them. <laughs> Up and coming uh, little restaurant, but they're making it. They're the little engine that could. You know, the moment of bliss when you spot your fries being scooped into the carton and suddenly time slows down. I have that all the time. I love their fries. Oh, yes. McDonald's fries hit different when they're free. That's another thing I'll tell you. And when they belong to your friends, there's no better feeling than thinking you're out of fries and then you discover extra fries at the bottom of your bag or else my son still hasn't finished his fries and I'm done with mine. And uh, he used to be weaker than me so I could just take them. Yeah. Now I can't because he's stronger than me. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's no wrong way to eat McDonald's fries, but we all think our way is the best way. And I like stealing them from someone else. That's my favorite <laughs> way. Get your favorite McDonald's fries today. McDonald's, check them out sometime. They're everywhere. Conan O'Brien needs a fan. Want to talk to Conan? Visit teamcoco.com slash call Conan. Okay, let's get started. Yes! Hi there, Abby. You did it! I am here. Whoa. I am here. Wow. Sorry. Apologize for maybe it's hard to know through Zoom how loud I am going to be sounded on your guys' end. Uh, <laughs> sir, your name is Abby. Is that correct? Are you a B? Yes, sir. You got me right. I have my name. <laughs> On a piece of paper. (laughs) And uh, a B, um, yes, uh, you have an A and then a bumblebee. I'm just explaining this to the people in the audio world. A B, your sound, it sounds like you're uh, either God or you're trapped in the bottom of a well. What's happening with your sound? I still need to figure out what exactly is happening, but I don't think (laughs) I'm a God because if I was a God, I don't know, I would be in there with you in person, perhaps. That's right. That's so nice. Yeah. That's so nice to be because truly I'm in heaven. Uh, <laughs> that's <Yeah>. everyone's. <laughs> heaven is a podcast. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Heaven is a chatty podcast uh, with a lot of <laughs> stupidity in it. A B, uh, so nice to talk to you. Uh, where are you right now? So I am in a wonderful place. I'm going to give you a hint so you can guess where I am. Okay. Heaven. I am in heaven also, but on the other side of the road. So in front of me is the Middle East, and I'm right in central. Can you get the guess? No. In front of me is the Middle East, the uh-huh. club Middle East. Oh, the, what Middle East? the club? It's a club. It's a famous. Oh, wait a minute. Are you in Cambridge? I am in Cambridge Central Square. 
Oh, Yay! wow, you're in Central Square, Cambridge. Yeah, that's an old haunt of mine from back in the day. Yeah. Yes, I uh, I used to hang out there back, uh, way back when, hundreds of years ago, Yeah. Uh, when I was in Cambridge. Um, oh, so do you go to school there? Are you employed in Cambridge, Mass? That's a good question. I am no longer a student. I am working full-time, and I work as a human-robot interaction researcher. Whoa. I'm sorry, a human, wow. oh, I thought you said human robot. You mean human slash robot interaction researcher. That's <laughs> um, what you mean, right? Um, actually, that's a very good sort of take on it because I do get to research how humans behave and also get to work on robots right. and how to I design robots so they can interact with humans. Yes, yes. I, I guess what, when you first said it, it sounded like I'm a human robot uh, interactions person. And I thought, what's a human robot? I've only met one and his name is Jordan Schlansky. So, uh, that, that took me back a little bit, but, uh, but I see it's, so you work on how to get robots and humans to work together, essentially. Is that true? Exactly. That's it. Do you design robots? What kind of yes. robots do you design? That's a very good question. I can actually show you, uh, for oh. the listeners who cannot really see what I'm showing Conan, well, I'll describe it. It's a, it's a, uh, hold it up. Uh, let's see. Or, or put, oh, look at that. Oh, it's a, wow. Wow, he's pretty buff. That <laughs> is a very muscular, uh, it's, it's white. It appears to be about three and a half to f a three and a half feet tall or four feet tall. It's uh, quite muscular, white robot with a screen for a face. It looks like it's wearing a space helmet. And um, it's really cute, actually. What's the name of that robot? So the name of this robot is Cutie. Oh, oh. cutie. Oh. oh. Hi, cutie. How are you? Do not call me cutie. <laughs> My name is Tuffy. Don't listen to him. <laughs> I hate it when people call me cutie. That's that's sexual harassment. I'm suing all of you. Bleep, bleep, bleep. All of you. Wow. Oh, well, cutie, did you build cutie? No, so I did not physically build the robot. This is a consumer robot that I'm working with and I'm designing software and I'm designing interactions that this robot can have with people. So that robot, oh, I see. So your job is to figure out how can I get this robot to interact with people as a companion? Is that the idea primarily? Exactly, exactly. that's what I... That's what I tell people, that this is a tabletop companion robot. So you can see it's a non-mobile robot. It does not move around. It's supposed to be stationary at a place and then it can move. It can move its head, it can wave its arm, and it can just like talk and interact with you. What? Now, do you think in the near future we will be interacting with robots? We'll have robot friends? Robots that help us do things, robots that, because that was always the dream that was promised to us when I was a kid in the 1960s and 70s. They said, oh, there's going to be robots and you're going to be able to play with them and be friends. And then all we got was these goddamn laptops <laughs> and, and, and iPhones. And it's like, screw that noise. I want uh, a robot that will play with me. You know, you're always thinking ahead of others, I believe. Um, always. Thank you. Uh, I, I appreciate and I really uh, acknowledge the intellect and the smartness that you have, Conan. I've always been a huge oh. fan of that. I really oh. mean You know, can I, can I say something, Abi? Whoever programmed you did a beautiful job. 
because <laughs> I I love everything you just said, uh, and and whoever, my hats off to your manufacturer. Uh, uh, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I think Cutie just moved and came awake. Did, it, it did. Oh, oh look! It, it you know what's funny? It woke up. Look, it's making a little wake up face. It it's, is cute. It's, its screen is animated and it's got cute little eyes. And you know what's funny? It woke up just as you were praising me, and in the background, it started rolling its eyes. <laughs> <laughs> the robot actually said, what a load of horse shit. <laughs> oh no, Abby, cutie has a knife. Get oh, out no, of there. Oh, yeah. no. Abby, uh, uh, this is a concern. Uh, do you ever worry that cutie will rise up and destroy you, his master? That's, uh, that's something that I was thinking you might bring up. Uh, but I'm not scared of cutie at all. Look at it. Look at cutie. Yeah. What, what <laughs> that can it do? Um, it doesn't well, move around. That's that's the dumbest thing you'll ever say. Of course, he can rise up and destroy you. They always start out looking cute. Mm -hmm. You know, Hal in in two thousand one looked cute. Mm -hmm. um, don't be deceived by cutie. I would make yeah. sure that he is unplugged when you go to sleep at night. I would mm -hmm. make sure that look how cute Terminator was. Or even what? wasn't there like a movie Chucky, <laughs> the, the doll Chucky from the movie? Wasn't that like yeah, almost a robot sort of? No, he's not a robot. He's the uh, possessed soul of a serial. Killer. Yeah, and also he doesn't oh. look cute. He looks like me in adolescence. So but, uh, but, <laughs> uh, don't be fooled. Uh, no, I just think you should. Cutie right now is standing behind you and blinking and doing his best to look like a happy-go-lucky robot. But we all know that this ends very badly. Yeah. Uh, so it's been nice talking yeah. to you. Thanks. I think you've yeah. got about a month to live. <laughs> <laughs> well, what kind of what would you like to accomplish? Like, what are your dreams? What would you like to accomplish with? Uh, robotics. There are so many things. I, um, so the place where I work with uh, my colleagues and I in our team, we're thinking of how robotics can be a beneficial asset to elderly people, to like your grandparents, for example. And my dream is to see sort of robotics be a really positive impact to their lives and to others also. Um, so that's my current goal. And it's a very long term goal. And there's a lot of research that needs to happen to make that a reality. It's very nice. You're saying that elderly people, maybe who don't have companionship, robots could actually give them some joy and some happiness by interacting with them, doing things with them. Is that right? Absolutely. So part of my work is user research which is reaching out to um, elderly people, going to their homes, looking at how they are actually interacting with others and just like living their lives and what their problems are. And they have a lot of physical assistantship that um, they can benefit from uh, by having robotics. Cool. One of the big problems that come up is they feel lonely. They want to talk to their grandkids. How, yeah. how can that be made possible? They're not that good with like mobile phones, laptops, as you said, maybe robots yep. are better at sort of bridging that gap and maybe that's that's what we can experiment with and then see whether that makes a difference. I think that's very nice. I think of, I, don't, I do think though, if these robots are very intelligent, which they would be because they're robots, um, they might very soon start saying to the elderly people, you've told this story before. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> Oh, come on, the 50s couldn't have been that great. <laughs> no, you did not fight in World War II. You just watched a lot of World War II movies. <laughs> I do not want any more hard candy. 
<laughs> this candy is from last Christmas. You know what would be nice? What would be nice is if elderly folks say to robots that, "Hey, it's time for my 10k run. Would you come with me?" And the robot is like, "Oh, I have to run again with the person." Right. That's nice. I like it. I would like a robot that just would say. What are you talking about, Dr. O'Brien? Your son called yesterday. Why are you <laughs> bitching that he never calls? I have proof. He called at 1044 yesterday, and still you're bitching he never calls? <laughs> you know, it's only a matter of time until your check engine light comes on, which could equal an expensive repair bill and a new engine can cost up to $6,000. Don't I know it. But this is why you need this product I'm about to mention right now. Okay. CarShield. Mm. CarShield offers plans with low monthly rates that you can pay for your expensive repairs on your out-of-warranty car, truck, or SUV. It's so nice to have that protection of CarShield. I know. I believe. That's my belief. Some people have other beliefs, maybe religious beliefs. I think CarShield. CarShield plans... <laughs> Provide protection <laughs> on up to 5,000 major parts and systems, including items like transmission, mm. engine, even your entertainment system. Mm. Just call CarShield and choose the mechanic to do the work. CarShield administrators will handle the rest and save you money. Look, I saw your car today. You've got a beautiful car, but you've got to haul your family around in this yeah. car. This is a vital piece of machinery for you. You need CarShield. I do. And you know I, you know I don't take care of my cars very well. So CarShield would definitely come in. You know, and also with their A rating from the BBB, don't ask me, CarShield is the name you can trust to save you money on covered auto repairs. Now's the time to make the smart choice and protect yourself from the sky-high auto repair bills. Visit carshield.com slash Conan. Save 20% today. Again, that's carshield.com slash Conan to save 20%. Visit carshield.com slash Conan to lock in your price today. It's incredible to have the flexibility to work in all sorts of places, whether it's taking video calls from the park or emailing large files while you're grocery shopping. Sona, this is good for you. Is it? Because you're always doing whatever work you do for me from fun locations. But I like blaming it on not having reception. I know, but you can't do that here. Working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network, which is why you should check out T-Mobile, Sona. Okay. Then you got no excuses. They're America's largest and fastest 5G network. With T-Mobile, you'll be covered in more places with the 5G speed you need for your life on the go. Plus, they also cover more highway miles with 5G than anybody else. Check it out if you don't believe me. Hey, Blay, you've got T-Mobile, right? I do. I was actually just up in the woods in Idlewild. It was fantastic for the weekend. And uh, my T-Mobile didn't miss it. My T-Mobile phone didn't miss it. You know, beat. I wouldn't think you'd need a cell phone because you speak so loudly into a microphone. <laughs> well, I had to look some stuff up. Just take Sorry. it. Just take it down. I notch. didn't know what brunch was. I can hear him. When the restaurant's open for brunch. Okay. Uh, so I used uh, my T-Mobile coverage to check out brunch. Way. That's all right. Anyway, wherever you are, you know, take it from the loudspeaking Blay. If you're on the go, you want to be in the know, you want to make the show. What? Uh, T-Mobile. Okay. That's the one for you. That was I should weird. have rhymed it with go. Anyway, yeah. find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. Fastest based on median overall combined 5G speeds, according to analysis by Ookla of Speed Test Intelligence Data Q3 2023. C5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. the 
way in today, Sona, I was thinking about just how much has changed over the years. Yeah. You know, when I was a kid, we were all dancing the Jitterbug and the Watusi. And then you grow up now and there's mosh pits and everything's gone cuckoo. There's this new thing called rap. I don't know what's happening anymore. But guess what? In a world full of change, there's one thing that hasn't changed. Mm -hmm. The great taste of Miller Lite. Are you with me on this? Oh, yeah. I'm right there with you. Yeah. And you know, another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less Filling. Yeah. I hate a filling beer. When I have a filling beer, I just want to sit down in a beanbag chair for six days, but not with Miller Lite. So what's the best thing about the original light beer? Mm -hmm. Back in 1975, the big debate in America was what's more important, that it's less filling Miller Lite or it tastes great. Yeah. The cool thing is when we all realized it's both. Okay. It's less filling and it tastes great. Yeah, right. Everybody wins. Everybody wins. Miller Lite keeps it simple. Undebatable quality. Great taste. Only 96 calories. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and it's less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Conan. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Yeah. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all sometimes have issues or things we need to talk about, get off our chest. I have that all the time. Don't you, Sona? I do. Yeah, and we need people to talk to. And we carry around different stressors. We carry big stressors. We carry small stressors. Uh, I was raised in a culture where you're supposed to kind of bottle it up, and I've learned over time that that's not the best thing to do. If you do let things rattle around in there for a while without talking it out, it can affect your life very negatively. Well, therapy is a safe space where you can get things off your chest, figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. BetterHelp's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. A lot of people have a barrier towards getting therapy because they think, well, I don't know, I've got to find the person, talk to them. What if I? it's not a good match? I, then it's awkward. None of that. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and then you switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Conan today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Conan. an audience of robots for Conan so he has an audience oh. all the time. I mean, it's yeah. kind of like, so, you know. Do you, do you see this shirt here? So, yes, it has my name on it. This, uh, is, this is a proof of me actually going to a taping of yours because I was selected to be on the stage, like one of those 10 people who get the shirt, if you remember. Oh, hey. so, sure. So I got this shirt. It has the word audience here, so it's like legit. And if I can actually dish a shirt for Cutie Robot and then... We have a robot audience for Conan. <laughs> so Aww. that's nice. So you made a Conan shirt for Cutie, and Cutie, the first thing Cutie did is say, I would rather not wear this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more of a Kimmel guy. I'm a Kimmel guy. <laughs> I prefer Fallon. He plays games. <laughs> I like games. 
<laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's my robot. It's now not going to betray me ever. <laughs> oh, you're so naive. Oh, Abi, it's, you're so naive. It makes me sad. You know, you know what? Like the science fiction movies and all these media that we are surrounded with, those have just like augmented our mental models of how robots actually behave. They are nothing but just machines that we are programming. I mean, yeah. we think about these as being like sentient agents that we don't have any control over. But I work with robots. I know how tough it is to actually uh, make it move and do whatever. Okay. Abi, 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 let me tell you something. Okay, this is bullshit because... <laughs> oh, no. I was viciously attacked by my VCR in 1988. <laughs> so I'm telling you, these things, these things can, they can rise up and they will yeah. rise up. Yeah. And Abi, I'm familiar with Rocco's Basilisk, so I know what you're doing. He's laying a plan so yep. that when the artificial intelligence takes over, they won't come kill him because he spoke fondly of them in the past. Oh. Right? Abi, let me show you something that I keep on my desk. I've been working very hard on a very sophisticated, uh, very complex robot who is my companion. Oh. It's right here. <laughs> I, I purchased this in uh, when I was in Tokyo. I was actually shooting a show in Tokyo, and I purchased this in a little shop. Um, and I didn't think anything because it's just one of those robots that winds up with a little key on the side, and it's made mm -hmm. of tin. Mm -hmm. um, and the third night I had him, I brought him back to the United States. The third night I had him, I woke up. He was choking me to death. <laughs> What's his name? <laughs> Uh, his name is N letters N P. This is actually on the front five, three, five, seven. Mm. Um, oh, and on the back, it says robot Lilliput. And there he is. <laughs> and he's about his simple, a little toy green robot. I saw him in Tokyo looking at me out of shop window and I thought he was so cute. I bought him. And uh, as I said, he immediately embezzled over $650,000 <laughs> from the Conan O'Brien estate. Is so. it, is it, isn't that the amount of money you were earning when you were at the docks when you were growing? <laughs> oh, yeah. Right? Exactly That's that right. amount. It was exactly, yes, I made quite a bit of money. Uh, you're really listening to the podcast. Yes, I was a male prostitute for a while. I used to go down to the docks. Oh. Actually, no, that's what I spent. That's the amount of money I spent. You were I, I, I didn't, losing money. I didn't, I yeah. didn't yeah. make any money. Uh, you had to pay a, people. I had to pay people. Oh, excuse me. Bless Ooh. you. Sorry, Bless I have you. a, I just, I just uh, sneezed. So uh, one good thing uh, about robots is you would not get COVID from robots. Hey. Yeah, sure. I'd be, they'd kill me long before. I <laughs> no. don't need COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm with Abi on this one. I like to think that all the robots are going to be like Wally -E and uh, and it's going to be fine. Yeah, and I'm going I on the record too. saying For the that, record. Yes. I am too. For the future record, the I record. love robots. In a documentary uh, can I ask, fashion. I don't want to take this thing into a crass area, but. Oh, no. Uh, oh, no. Well, let's just say it. Everyone's mm -hmm. obsessed oh. with the idea of a, uh, of a sex robot. Do you think that's going to happen anytime in the near future? You know, I haven't really thought about that much. Uh, oh, but that's Abby, Abby, come on, Abby, come Abby, on, all please. Here. No one's Abby, listening to this. in the background, <laughs> in the background, cutie is saying, help me. <laughs> Cute, cutie's face, the eyes just went away and SOS just came up. <laughs> yeah, you also brought cutie down from a sex room originally. Oh, no. 
You know, I, where I found Cutie, it was right where Conan used to be in the docks. <laughs> that area. <laughs> I used to see Cutie working the docks. He did very well. <laughs> I made no money. Well, listen, uh, B, if you make any advances in the old sex robot. Oh, uh, God. Well, all I'm saying is that I'd be happy to come and, you know, uh, meet what? such a robot. Why? Just to say hello. Oh. Because mm-hmm. I like technology and science. <laughs> so what well, you I don't want to meet any other robots. <laughs> I don't know about the, the application that you are thinking about, but when I talk about robots, like the application and the use cases, it's up to you and what you want the robot to be doing. So I would, yeah, it's true. I would have I mean, the if you robot think of- clean my room or something. You would. Have yeah. the robot do something else. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. No, no. I uh, I mean, if you think about it, uh, a vacuum cleaner can be a sex robot. I mean, it all depends on oh, what's going Jesus. on. And well, the way just... that Conan has sex, that thing's going to need to clean the room anyway. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you guys have oh, robots God. like these vacuum cleaning robots or other robots? I know Conan, you I might don't. have. I do not have a. Uh, I do not have uh, a vacuum cleaning robot. There's no. There's no robots uh, in this home. Well, we had a knockoff Roomba, and it just left. It just one day the door was open. No, just left. yeah, yeah. I, I wonder what what made him leave the room. <laughs> what are you inferring, Abby? I'm just thinking. I think about robots all the time from their perspective, what they're feeling. I think uh, maybe the tenth the tenth time you played your ukulele. Uh, okay. And, and, All right. <laughs> fun's fun. And, and sh- fun. I think the tenth time you showed the Roomba your presidential coin collection. <laughs> <laughs> you heard a door slam and saw Roomba order itself an Uber. Abby, <laughs> uh, how can I help you? Do you have a question for me? Um, yeah, I do have. Uh, a wonderful question um, that was about oh. was wondering whether you can recall your memories about being in India. I'm from India, and you've oh. been to India. I know you yep. were there in my hometown of Jaipur. Oh, I love Jaipur. I wanted to ask yes. you how how was the experience? For I us? absolutely I loved it. The people were absolutely lovely. I was in Jaipur, uh, and Sona, you were with me. Remember? I was. That was we went one there. Of my favorite trips ever. We went there on a shoot and uh, we shot a piece in Jaipur and Sona came with me. And this was probably, I think this was 2010. Exactly. And uh, it was, uh, they call it the pink city because it's uh, all these ancient temples. It was absolutely gorgeous. And driving around the streets was such an adventure because traffic doesn't flow in any one direction. It goes in every direction. And Mm -hmm. by traffic, I mean cars, uh, motorcycles, bikes, oxen, everything was moving in different directions, but it all kind of worked. And uh, I remember the people being absolutely lovely and funny and just had a, I had a delightful time. I, I really loved it there. It was it was fantastic. I can't believe you're from Jaipur. I am, and I and I miss being in Jaipur. It has been so long since I was there last time um, due to the pandemic. You know, yeah. one of the things that I remember very clearly is that we were shooting. I don't know if you remember this, Sona, but we were shooting in Jaipur uh, at this location at this old temple, and during the shoot, occasionally uh, monk monkeys. Monkeys yeah. would descend down from the hills, and I guess they're a nuisance because they take things. They take, yeah. they take like batteries from the cameras. They they take flashlights from the people that are working on the shoot. They just they're like 
you know, they pick, they pick pockets, they take things and they run back up to the hills. So to ward them off, there's uh, people that are hired to throw firecrackers. Mm-hmm. They have, Ooh. they keep firecrackers in their pockets and they, they're harmless little firecrackers that just make noise. But that's a job you can have in Jaipur, which is if someone's doing a shoot or doing some kind of activity where they can't have monkeys coming down and stealing things, you can hire someone and their job is to just make noise with these little firecrackers and the monkeys go scattering back up to the top of the hills, but they wait and then they start to slowly come down again. And I was fascinated by all of that. Just, just an incredible experience. And talk about a good job for a robot, a robot that's like, come on, monkeys, scram, scram, beat it, monkeys. (laughs) I have an interesting monkey story. Um, When I was in Jaipur in India, um, a monkey actually entered into the kitchen from the door, opened the door, entered in, and then opened the fridge, took a loaf of bread, just like smiled or maybe grinned at me and then just like left. What? I love that. No, I I could, first of all, God bless that monkey. Any monkey that and 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 the gall, the balls of that monkey to walk in, look you in the face, smile, open the fridge, take a loaf of bread, and then say, "I'll be on my way," more or less. <laughs> yeah. And then go exactly. up into the hills. That's what, what a happened. fantastic. Right. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, Abi, it was wonderful talking to you. Really nice. It's really my nice talking dream to you. come true talking to you guys. Like, I am a huge, huge fan. I have always been, and you have been such a big part of my life. I cannot express well, my thanks Abhi. enough for you. Abi, you do not have to thank me. I, I love doing this, and I love uh, talking to people and getting to meet people like you. And thank you for listening to our idiocy. And please... The world is very anxious for you to create a co- a robot that will replace me. So that, <laughs> you know, I have, my <laughs> I have actually worked on stand-up comedy and robots in the past. I have designed oh, really? robots okay. which actually do stand-up comedy. So yeah. there's always See? that competition. See, yeah, and, and guess what? My fear is true. They are rising up, but not, as we've always been told, to destroy us but to take our jobs in comedy and do them a little bit better for less money. And uh, that, uh, that is my greatest fear. Well, Abhi, Abhi, very nice and I, uh, meeting you and I hope we meet in person sometime soon. Whenever you are in Cambridge, like I am working at one of the most advanced robotics labs, there could be, um, you are more than welcome to bring your kid Beckett. I know he is big into robotics. Oh, my, my son. My son loves robotics and uh, he and his friends build robots and have them compete. And uh, so maybe he'll bring one of his robots and we'll meet uh, Cutie and you and I can both have a beer and watch the two robots fight each other. <laughs> or maybe there'll be a little love connection. Absolutely. That's, that will be the amazing sort of like cherry on top. <laughs> yeah. And they'll give birth to a triple A battery. Uh, <laughs> that's that's right, what Abby. the robots will poop. Yeah, that's not uh, Abby, take care. And uh, I hope to see you soon. See you soon, Conan and Matt Bye. and Sona. Bye. Thank you so much. Bye. Thanks, Bye. Abby. Conan O'Brien Needs a Fan with Conan O'Brien, Sonam Obsessian, and Matt Gourley. Produced by me, Matt Gourley. Executive produced by Adam Sachs, Joanna Solateroff, and Jeff Ross at Team Coco, and Colin Anderson at Earwolf. Music by Jimmy Vivino. Supervising producer, Aaron Blaird. Associate talent producer, Jennifer Samples. Associate producers, Sean Doherty and Lisa Berm. Engineered by Will Becton. Please rate, review, and subscribe to Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. 
This has been a Team Coco production in association with Stitcher. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Start clean with Clorox, because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... Yeah. The charcoal mess. Great, because why would I put that on my face when I could drop it in my sink? This is what I get for multitasking. Ugh, why is charcoal so sticky? Uh, hello? Hey, Janice. I am so sorry. I thought I was on mute. <laughs> no, we don't need to reschedule. I'll just stay off camera. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed.